Hello and welcome to the Birthing the Revolution podcast. If you're new here, welcome. So happy that you've joined today for this episode. It's going to be a good one. And if you're a loyal listener, welcome back. I'm so grateful to have you in my community. And today, what I'm going to be talking about is human design and the process of deconditioning. So deconditioning, meaning removing all of the conditions that we place upon ourselves. And when you think about it, the majority of humans live their lives with so many conditions and so many programs placed upon them from the external world. So it's like most people are living their lives for other people, for their parents, for their loved ones, for their significant other, for their family, for their friends, for their country, their society, whatever it might be. And you can see how that it really disconnects us from our own authentic truth of who we are and what we're here in this lifetime on this planet to actually do. So when we place so many, when we have so many conditions, so much conditioning, we believe that we have to behave a certain way in order to be accepted, in order to fit in, in order to be a part of the tribe or of society. And a lot of these like deep-rooted instincts and subconscious programs, they're generational and they're ancestral. They stem from the days that we, we did live in tribes and we were fighting for our survival. And we knew that if we didn't fit in, we, didn't, we weren't accepted into the tribe, we would be cast out and we would literally die. So you can see, <laughs> you know, our, our brain is always trying to keep us safe. And the thing is, in today's modern society, obviously we don't have a need for a lot of these programs to be running the show anymore because clearly it's not helping us, especially when we are visionaries, we are way showers, we are stepping outside of the box and we're, we're bridging into this new paradigm. We're literally creating lives that weren't possible for our parents or our grandparents' generation. We're creating careers that are completely revolutionary and new. We're creating wealth for ourselves, financial abundance that wasn't physically possible or in, in remotely within our reach just a few decades ago. It's, it's really wild when you think about it. Just give yourself a moment to <laughs> appreciate yourself for anchoring in and knowing that you're here to be a way shower and that you're here to be a visionary and you're here to change things on the planet because the trajectory that we're going down right now, it's not looking pretty. And so many of us, that are awakened to that fact, we know that we need to focus our energy and our attention not on all, you know, trying to fix all the crumbling, broken systems and things that are falling apart, um, 
it's just, you know, a giant shit show. <laughs> but what we need to do is focus on creating the new. So in order to do that, what we need to do is we need to decondition and we need to reprogram ourselves. We need to reprogram our subconscious and we need to decondition from all of the ways that we've been taught that we should live, that we should behave, that we should do things. So this is where human design comes in. And human design is such a brilliant and powerful tool and modality to decondition ourselves from the ways that we're playing small, basically, from the ways that we've been programmed to just hand our power away and shrink down our grand vision and our goals and the things that we really want out of life. So what is human design? So human design, what I love about it is that it's a synthesis of ancient wisdom and modern knowledge. So it's not totally new, which is cool. And it's not totally like something that's super ancient either. Like it's, it's new in the grand scheme of things, but it pulls on so much beautiful ancient wisdom. And as we know, like ancient wisdom and traditions and indigenous cultures, like they are so much more aligned and tuned in than we are as modern day humans. I mean, obviously, they have this deep, deep spiritual connection and connection with the earth and they just know and feel things in, in such a profound way. So the system that we know as human design was channeled by this guy named Ra Uruhu in 1987. So really not that long ago <laughs> when you think about it. So he was told basically that the system was crucial to helping people make vital shifts in consciousness for the evolution of mankind. So this is about human evolution, and this is about having this tool to help ease the shift, because we know that we're in the middle of the shift. Like, hello, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Like, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that things are changing rapidly. But with this information, like armed with this information, we're able to understand ourselves as humans, understand other people, and understand where we're going as humanity, which is so beautiful. So human design is a synthesis of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the Hindu chakra system, and quantum physics. So it incorporates so much like power-packed knowledge into this one system. And it can be a little bit intimidating at first. Like, I remember when I first saw somebody talking about it, I don't know, in like a Facebook group, like back in, I don't know, 2017 maybe, was when I first heard the, the name. And, you know, I was curious. It piqued my curiosity. So I went and I looked at my chart. And it's like, I had absolutely no clue what I was looking at. It's just very complicated, very complex, very confusing when you're first looking at it and you have no idea what all of these numbers are, like this body thing, this, like, yeah, it's just really confusing. 
So that chart, when you pull it up, and there's multiple places and resources that you can go. I love going to myhumandesign.com and pulling up a chart there. And what you'll need if you're new to this or if you want to, you know, look up your chart again or whatever, you will just need your exact birth date time and location. So much like astrology, when you go to look up your natal chart, you're going to need that specific information. So the cool thing about human design is that, you know, by the time you, you discover it, you're usually well into your, into your adulthood. But our, our specific human de design chart was imprinted from the moment we were born. So it's not like it's anything new. It's not like you're given these new rules or like anything that you have to do or follow or like, oh, this changes everything. Like, no, this is who you were from the start, from the moment that you were born in beforehand. Because if, if we get really into it, it also goes into the unconscious, which is, um, which is formulated or crystallized before you were born. So with human de design, there's so many layers to it, to the system. Um, but I just kind of want to do an overview of some of the big things today to really help you to understand a little bit more about it and a little bit more about the de deconditioning process and also how it can really change and shift your perspective. So why you would be interested in the first place in human design is of course you want to do the deconditioning work because you you know that you're here to do something really big on the planet and you don't want that that old programming kind of gunking up your way and making it harder and making it feel like you're trudging through the mud when you're trying to run your business you're trying to start a new project you're trying to you know innovate something or do something that's never been done before you don't want that stuff getting in the way. So that's where human design can really come in, to hand, in, in handy because it can really help to pinpoint and illuminate different areas of your life, different themes that you're more susceptible to conditioning. You're more vulnerable to external programming and conditioning in your chart. So the big vision behind, you know, the why of learning human design is really to gain insight into your unique soul blueprint and to empower and liberate yourself to live exactly how you best function. So the cool thing with human design is it's all about the art and science of differentiation. So, so much of modern society is like one size fits all, like, you know, this is the life plan you go to college, you get a good job, you get a nine to five, you get married, you have kids, blah, 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 blah. With human design, it's all about the ways that we are different versus the ways that we are the same. So it's not about conformity, it's about differentiation. And that is actually what's going to really contribute the most to our evolution as humanity. Not our ability to all be the same or to want to be the same, but our ability to desire those differences and to value those differences within ourselves and within other people. So you can discover and love your true authentic self underneath the conditioning. So who you think you are 
especially, you know, before you start doing any like personal development work or like just introspection into the truth, the spiritual truth behind your identity, that's not who you truly are. And I'm sure you recognize that. I'm sure you know that. So it's all about uncovering what's underneath. Like, who are you? What are you really here to do? What are your natural gifts? And human design can help you harness your natural flow of energy, your magnetism, and your gifts in a playful way. So another thing to keep in mind, too, that's it's really vitally important here is that this whole system is meant to be an experiment. It's meant to be something that you play around with. Because at the end of the day, that's really how we should be living life, is like playing the game of life. And just kind of like having that playful, joyous, childlike curiosity as to what we can do in this lifetime. Because it's not meant to be so serious. It's not meant to be like so black and white or so shameful or like all of these things, all of these ways that we're really programmed that really keep us in that loop of guilt and shame. And those are really like the killers, the biggest killers of joy and the biggest killers of happiness. So keeping in mind that it's all meant to be an experiment, it's meant to be fun, you can play around with it, you can see what resonates with you, you can see what doesn't. And you can allow yourself to shift over time. So the reasons why you should learn your design, like I said, you can illuminate that conditioning, your vulnerabilities, and you can remember, you can gain clues to your true self beneath the layers of conditioning. So of course, it's not going to tell you specifically in your life how this showed up for you but it will like give you so many clues and so many hints along the way that it's going to be like whoa like super mind-blowing when i had my first human design reading in 2019 like four years ago now which is crazy to think about <laughs> um my biggest takeaway after that first meeting was that human design and the reading that I had, it helped to articulate and put into words ways that I had felt my entire life, but I had never been able to pinpoint or describe to anyone else. Like, And it's so incredibly validating in that way because you can really see that how you are, who you are, how you act, the defenses that you've kind of adapted to or adopted over the years, it all makes so much sense. And you can give yourself that grace, you can give yourself that compassion. And you also have the tools and the the capacity to shift and to change that. So it can get a little overwhelming when you're getting started. So when you're first getting into human design, what you want to do is you want to really just learn the basics. So what I recommend is that you learn about your energy type. So there's five different energy types. There are generators, manifesting generators, projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. So your energy type is so key. 
that's one of the one of the main facets, one of the main keys. And this really gives you a glimpse and an illumination into how your energy is meant to operate and what role you have within the grand picture, the grand scheme of humanity as a whole. So that's super cool. And you can also learn about your strategy. So your strategy is like how you're meant to navigate life, how you're meant to interact with the world. So when things come to you, when you're out in the world, interacting with people, having conversations, um, you know, exchanging information, you're working with other people, you know how best to how best to strategize to align with your optimal energy in those moments. And then there's your authority, which has more to do with like making decisions and how to stay aligned with that. And it also has to do with like how our intuition shows up for us. And of course that, you know, intuition and decisions, like we want to be making decisions from our intuition using our authority. And your authority is always in your body. It's not in your mind. So most people, most humans tend to get wrapped up in logic or analysis and getting super stuck in their head. So with human design, it's really like this nudge and this push towards getting back in tune with your body and listening to your body and to your intuition first. So super fun and super valuable. And when it comes to the deconditioning process, um, one thing I want to mention here is that where you can get, when you're getting started into this process of deconditioning, you're going to want to look at your energy centers. So the energy centers are the shapes in the body graph chart. So there's triangles, squares, um, there's a diamond for the G center. So all of the energy centers, they look similar if you're familiar with the chakra system, but they all, all have to do with different energetic themes. So when you're when you're looking to get started with this process of deconditioning, you're going to want to look at where you are open or undefined within your energy centers. So wherever you're undefined or open, that energy center is going to be left white. The ones that you are defined in, those are going to be colored in. So where you are undefined or open, this is where you are, where you have more fluid energy. But this is also where you're more open and you can potentially be more vulnerable to conditioning. So, makes sense when you think about it. If we're talking about deconditioning, you want to be kind of aware of where might this have shown up for me? What themes might have been present for me in my life? How can I kind of go in, re in retrospect, kind of take a look and reflect on maybe some past trauma or some challenges that I've had? How is this related to where I'm open in these energy centers? And how can I see, can I see, where I've been conditioned and how that played a role for me in this challenge or in this trauma that I experienced? 
So I'll give an example for myself. I have a completely open throat center. So completely open mean that there's there's no um, hanging gates or channels coming off of that energy center. So that means I'm particularly particularly vulnerable to issues related to expression, using my voice, my throat, my thyroid, um, yeah, creative self-expression, all of these things. And I will say, before I continue with this, that it's not a negative thing if you do have open centers, because on the flip side, where you're open, you have the most potential to learn and to gain wisdom. And that wisdom can be shared with other people, can be shared with the collective. So you have like this infinite potential in those centers that you're open. But getting back to um, my open throat center. So I really, one of the biggest themes of my life that I struggled with, especially in my adolescence and teen years, was using my voice and feeling heard and being shamed or feeling like I was shaming myself for not using my voice, for being quiet, for being misunderstood because I didn't know how to share in a, an authentic way. I didn't know how to speak. I didn't, I didn't own, I didn't know what my authentic voice was yet. And that led to a lot of inner turmoil and a lot of struggle. And that culminated for me specifically into a thyroid issue later into my adult years and getting diagnosed with a thyroid condition. So now that I have this information, I can look back and I can have so, so much compassion for myself. Like I can connect with my inner child, my inner adolescent, my inner teenager, and I can send her so much love and so much compassion because I know that that was a struggle and that was a challenge that I had to go through in that moment in order to move to the other side and in order to gain this wisdom that I now have around speaking my truth, around sharing my voice, and, a lot, and around encouraging others to do the same as well. And like all of that wisdom that I gained in that area specifically and how that plays such a pivotal, such a profound and powerful role in my life today and in the work that I'm doing in the world. So when you're first, I don't want to say when you're first getting into human design, but when you're going deeper, when you're diving deeper, because, you know, maybe you are totally new to this. Maybe you have some information. Maybe you have had a reading before, whatever, but it's so valuable to get support with this. So when you're wanting to go deeper into human design, not just like Googling everything and like reading books, like yeah, that can be great. And I understand that because I am a line one and I'm all about like investigating and just like going down rabbit holes and going like super deep into all the information. Like I just, I just like suck in knowledge. Like that's my main nutrient in life. <laughs> but um, it can also be incredibly beautiful and 
beneficial to get support and to get a reading or coaching with somebody who knows this system. So more than just the information, more than just intellectualizing the information, somebody who can help to guide you with embodiments and with integration and to guide you deeper and unpack the information because it's not about just the information. It's about how that impacts you in your day-to-day life, how that might be showing up for you now, how that might be contributing to your current challenges and how to move forward from there. So the integration piece, the embodiment piece, is a lot more important than just intellectualizing the knowledge. So having a reading with someone can be so, so valuable, like incredible, incredibly valuable. So if you're interested in, in going deeper with all of this, I do currently offer human design readings. And you can click the link in the show notes to book your reading in there. How I do them is I create a personalized 30-page guidebook for you that covers all of the basics. It's pretty comprehensive. It goes through your profile and your energy type, your strategy, your authority, your um, your energy centers and definition. And then we talk about the incarnation cross and your channels. So it's really it's really packed. It's really packed. And then we also have a Zoom session, a 90-minute one-on-one Zoom session where we basically move through that. And I, I not only like, you know, tell you the information, but I also help you to integrate it. I help you to reflect on how this may be resonating or showing up for you and how you can really begin to integrate that information. And also my intuitive insights come through during a reading. So it's it's more than just like me telling you these things. It's me intuitively picking up on things and feeling into things as well. So if you want to book a reading with me, find the link in the show notes, and I would absolutely love to connect with you over there. I do also have a free masterclass, and some of that we talked about in this episode today, but if you want to go a little bit deeper and in-depth than what we talked about today, you can head over to my Instagram page in the link in my bio, and you can find the link to my Human Design Roots and Revolution Masterclass, and that is totally free. So I hope that this was a beautiful deepening or introduction or just continuation of your knowledge of deconditioning and of the human design system today, and I hope that you found this valuable, and I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day.